0: Let's talk about the nine game NBA slate on Saturday. Before we do that, we got to recap everything. So, back to back, really good days for myself. Came back down to earth. Um, dealt with a little bit of bad variance. Cam Johnson was in the locker room for majority of the second half. Again, no one runs worse. Um, I played Fred Van Fleet. It's the OG Scotty Barnes show, the random Scotty Barnes game. I hate the random Scotty Barnes games. I hate Scotty Barnes. I hate Scotty Barnes in general. Uh, every time, Raptors. Everyone out, play Scotty Barnes, bust. But, oh, today with a fully healthy team, this is going to be the game where he takes over? Sure, okay. Um, I ended up going to Chetty here because I kind of needed a min-price guy. That didn't work out. Uh, slow-mo smashed. I was really high in the nets. A lot of them all smashed. But, um, yeah, AD floor game. I, I did like Jokic, but I was a bit worried about the blowout. Of course, I play Jokic. Lastly, no ownership, literally negative ownership. Massive bust. They get blown out. Finally fade. 80 bomb for Jokic. Just like, gosh, this is just an incredibly tilting game. Incredibly. Uh, even when I'm winning, like, I'm still just full tilt mode. So I came back to another Oh, on Call of Duty 2. Play play guy in Call of Duty. He gets injured. It's just like, on the team that I have, how does that happen? They had to play with their coach who hasn't played in five years. Is that, is that not proof that no one runs worse, right? Like, you actually cannot make that up. So, um, yeah, that's a gap of everything. Um, off night after back to back good nights, but hoping to bounce back here for Saturday. So, uh, before we talk about this, though, if you guys are looking for more content, you can always check my Patreon, NBA, XFL, uh, prize picks, all that good stuff. Prize picks, they are the sponsor. Make sure to use the code DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100. I also, have a link down below and we'll have a video for prize picks up after this. Let's talk about it. So Utah and Charlotte's the first game here. Utah, I mean, the minutes have not been great and a lot of these main guys. Clarkson's status up in the air. If Clarkson's in, I don't think there's anything I really like here. If Clarkson's out, I think we can start making the arguments for guys like Laurie and Kessler and THT and Olinick. But again, Olenek kind of hovering around, the, you know, high twenties to low thirties minutes. Walker Kessler, for some reason, only playing like 30 minutes a game. Laurie is playing mid-30s minutes, but his price is up to 9.7. THT kind of stuck around high 20s to low 30s. So that's that's the issue right now. So they're still running relatively deep rotation. Chris Dunn been playing really well off the bench, but I don't know if I can pay 5.8K for him. I'm not going to uh, Fettuccino, Fredo, or Bocci. So yeah, Jazz comes down to Clarkson. If he's in, I'll probably stay away. If Clarkson's out, then I have a little bit of interest in some of the main guys. On the Charlotte side, well, Mark Williams' status is pretty important here. He's questionable. If he misses, it's going to open up uh, Kai Jones and uh, Nick Richards. I think Nick Richards would start and kind of play around 30 minutes, and I would assume Kai Jones would get the backup five runs, so both would be good values at 4K and 3.4K, respectively. Um, as far as the top-end guys go, Rogier, Ubre, these guys should play pretty big minutes. You saw 35 minutes for Oubre, uh, Rogier last game. would played 38 um, I think both are reasonable plays in a good matchup. Gordon Hayward, more of your contrarian option. His price is up. He shot one of nine last game, but he still can have those takeover games like two games ago. Huge Washington, also kind of indifferent on him. I expect around 30 minutes uh, or so. Don't know if I, when you get to DSJ, and again, it's, it's Richards and Kai Jones that really stand out here if Mark Williams is out. Miami and Orlando. So basically fully healthy Miami team. You got Lowry expected to play. Um, I have a tough time getting into anyone. If you want to look to a Jimmy or Bam or Hero as a contrarian play, sure. I mean, Bam is sub-8K, Hero 7-2. I think Bam and Hero would be my favorite two options in the heat, but I have a hard time getting this value now, especially with Lowry back, too. So I would say mainly just a little bit of interest in the top three guys. Orlando, tough matchup here, fully healthy. Not much here either, to be honest. Paolo feels pricey at 7-9. Markel Foltz at 6'6", kind of up and down. You got Carter Jr. back, which takes Mo Wagner out of play. Franz Wagner feels r- priced right. Well, Anthony, we know, does have a ceiling, but now he's priced up all the way to 5'5". Five, five. I can't go there. Gary Harris is the 3 and D guy that should play high 20s minutes. I guess that's fine as the last man in. Suggs at 4'4", four, four, probably sees, I don't know, mid 20s minutes, another reasonable play. Don't know if I'm going to mess with, I, I, I don't think we'll we'll see Goga Batase, and I, I don't know if we'll see much of Ball Ball. Indiana-Detroit. So this one, you might have Indiana resting a lot of guys here. Um, ben Matherin is out, and then Halburn, Turner, and McConnell are all questionable. If I had to guess, I would say they don't play, but we'll see. If they do not play, that's going to open up a lot here for the Pacers. You know, you'd probably see. I would guess a starting lineup of Nemhard, Duarte, Buddy Healed, Naismith and whichever center they want to start, whether it be Jalen Smith or Tice or Jackson. That that would be my guess for the starting lineup um, if all those guys are out. And if that's the case, I mean, there would just be a lot to like here, right? You know, Duarte, Nemhard probably run the show offensively. They would look great. Buddy healed gets a massive usage bump. Should get more shots up. Nate Smith and DeWars should kind of split that power forward position. They would be solid values. And then whoever starts the five would be a really good value, whether it be Smith or Tice or Jackson. Um, if you want to mess with the backup bigs, like you can, like, for example, I don't know if Daniel Tice starts, yeah, you can, you can go to uh, Smith or Jackson, but they're going to be a bit riskier because, uh, I'm not sure which one will play the backup five, um, in that scenario. Right. It's just like, it's kind of just like a rotate, like you just never know what's going to happen with those backup bigs for the Pacers. Now, if everyone's in, if Halliburton Turner, if Halliburton Turner and McConnell are all in, then I think it's mainly just the top guys, Halliburton Turner, um, Price points are up on those guys, but it is a good matchup. It would have a little bit of interest in Heal, a little bit of interest in Healed, a little bit of interest in Naismith and Nawara, but um, it would mainly be the the top guys. On the Detroit side, So we got Boyan out, Stewart out, Diallo out, Burks out, Ivy out, Bagley's probable. So I think we see a starting lineup of Hayes, Livers, Magruder, Bagley, Wiseman. That would be my guess. Um, If if that is the case, I think killing Hayes would probably be my favorite play just because he should play the point guard position. He should play 30 plus minutes and he should be, you know, their main playmaker. So I would really like Hill and Hayes um, if, if he does start at the point, which I'm pretty sure he will. Livers, Magruder should see decent run in the starting lineup. I prefer Livers, who there's like a lot of minutes to right now. However, his price is up to 4 7. The front court, you know, Bagley is expensive but still playable. Uh, Wiseman at 5 8 is fine. Him and Durant should kind of split the center position. And then Corey Joseph should see decent run off the bench here just because this team's shorthanded. I think he's a reasonable play. You should see some Memoria. You should see some RJ Hampton in the rotation as well. Boston and Atlanta. So Boston, almost fully healthy. Just Robert Williams out. I like the matchup for Boston. So I think the main guys are all kind of secondary plays for me. Uh, Tatum, Brown, Brogdon, Smart, White, all fine. Al Horford has played well with Robert Williams out. I expect him to play around 30 minutes of the game It's competitive. It is a revenge game against his former team when he was on the Hawks back in the day. Um, I don't know if I can mess up like Grant Hauser or Grant Hauser, Grant Williams or Sam Hauser or, or Muscholer or anyone else, but um, I think I have like interest in all the main guys for Boston because it's a really good matchup. But there's not—it's it's always hard for me. when Boston's fully healthy or, or close to fully healthy for me to feel really good about someone unless someone's just like, clearly, clearly underpriced. I'm moving on to Atlanta, so I don't know. I think Trey Young and John Tavares find tournament plays. Neither stand out to me. Capella or Kongu, they are going to split the center position. And then you have this group of Bay and McDonovich and Collins and um, Hunter that are all, like, fine filler plays, but they kind of go with a hot hand. It's, it's hard to trust the minutes. I mean, Hunter's the guy you can probably feel the best about for minutes. Like, he should be in the closing lineup, but everyone else, eh, it's hard to trust. Dallas and Memphis, another kind of a headache situation here. You got Luka out. Kyrie questionable. Reggie Bullock is expected back. So if Kyrie's out, I mean, there's just a ton of usage to go around here, obviously, um, you know, would expect uh, a good chunk of minutes for Jaden Hardy at the point. Don't know if he would start. We've seen this a few times now where, like, Luca's out and we all expect Harden to start and he doesn't. They go to, like, I don't know, Frank Aquina or something like They go to someone random, which uh, that's kind of what I expect to happen. But you still should get a lot of run for Hardy in that scenario. And then, like, Hardaway and Wood and Josh Green uh, would also get a massive usage bump. Those guys would all look really good. It'd be interesting to see if Wood would start if Kyrie's out. Just, I think the team would need offense. So, um, there would be a lot to like here, obviously, for Dallas if Kyrie's out. If Kyrie's in, then I think Kyrie himself looks good. 9.8K, no Luka Doncic. Um, I think he would look good. And then I'd want to see what they do with the starting lineup. But Tim Hardaway Jr. started last game, played 40 minutes. Um, starts again, that's solid. Uh, Klebo should see rotation. I think he's fine. So um, Dallas, yeah, we got to keep an eye on the injury news there. On the Memphis side, same thing. No John, no Adam. So I like all The starters basically are. I think Tyus Jones so would probably be the easiest to get to factoring in price um, 60 and 51 two of the last three games for him. Again, he's just a really good point guard. I'm <laughs> not gonna lie. Jaron Jackson Jr., and Desmond Bain also their ceiling goes way up with John Moran out. However, 8.8k and 8.5k price points feel about right. Bain's been awful, so you know, like this is gonna be the game where he pops off when no one plays him. Xavier Tillman got dealt some foul trouble last game, but he should play around 30 minutes if he stays out of foul trouble. Just a secondary play, as is Dylan Brooks, who's gonna shoot a lot. If he makes the shots, you can have a decent game like last game. If he misses like two games ago, he can hurt you. I don't think I'm going to get Tanner Nelson. I mean, you saw an like, extended run for Aldama last game because of um, Tillman foul trouble. Chicago and Houston. So I really like the matchup here for the Bulls. Uh, I think Levine, DeRozan, and Vooch are all fine tournament plays. I don't think any of these guys are must plays, but again, I really do like the matchup. They're going to see big minutes. So Levine, DeRozan, Vooch, I like all three. Um, Beverly should see, I don't know, 25 to 30 minutes. He's a fair value. And then this group of like Pat Williams and Kobe White and Crusoe and Io, they're also kind of going with a hot hand there. So these guys are all playable, but a similar situation to, to those like Atlanta Wings that we talked about, where mm, mm, right, I don't I, I feel super comfortable with any of the minutes. Now for Houston, you got Kevin Porter Jr. listed as probable, so he should be back here. Uh, I think the main three guys are good tournament plays, but none of them are going to be priorities for the price point. So Shingun minutes kind of up and down, only put 26 minutes last game. KPJ um, sat out last game, but has been playing around 30 minutes, and the games have been healthy. And then Jalen Green been playing a good chunk, but his floor is a bit lower when uh, Kevin Porter Jr. is in the lineup. We saw the massive Jabari Smith game kind of out of nowhere. Um, I don't really expect that again. My boy Tari Easton, interesting mid 20s minutes, but that price point's right. And then Cajun Martin will see around 30 minutes, another fine filler play. So no standouts for me for Houston. Oklahoma City, New Orleans. Uh, so you do have the guard, Jalen Williams, back. I think looking at price points, SGA would probably be my favorite play at 9.2. I expect him to play normal minutes. I mean, he's played 37 and 36 minutes. I'm expecting somewhere around there. I like the matchup for him. So I do like Shea at the top. Uh, Josh Giddey seems to only smash when Shea's in. So maybe this is when you play him. The the guard, Jalen Williams, has played extremely well. But that price point's up to seven one. I don't think I can stump anyone else. Like Joe or Dorr, I just don't think I can do it. The, the center rotation, it's a nine-game slate. I'm just not going to deal with that ache, right? We had to do, deal with it a couple states ago, or was it last slate when there's a lot of guys out? But yeah, it's just, I'm just, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that pain to myself. Now, for the Pelicans, you got Zion and Larry Nance out. Brandon Ingram's status up in the air. That's really important. If Brandon Ingram's out, number one, pretty big usage bump to CJ. JV would look better. I think Josh Richardson would start. So I think you would get the starting lineup of CJ, J. Rich, Murphy, Jones, JV. A Trey Murphy, even with Richardson back last game, still played 38 minutes. So he's been playing well. Herbert Jones would look better too. So all these main guys look better. Brandon Ingram's out. JV dealt with massive foul trouble last game. Um and only played seven minutes. So his minutes can fluctuate. Um he's just a tournament play. Or oh, wait, did he only have two on? Okay, so he picked up two quick ones and then his only what what happened in that game? I thought it was just like he had like five fouls. No, he had five turnovers. So he just played awful. Well, you never know where you're going to get minutes-wise for JV, but if he does, if you do get the game where he plays 30-plus minutes, he gets smashed. And then Najee Marshall, if there's no Ingram, I would expect him to play mid-20s minutes. He would be a fair punt play. Walking Golden State, so Giannis status up in there, that's huge. If Giannis is in, I think it would mainly just be Giannis would look to. If Giannis is out, that's where things change, right? That's where Drew, Middleton, Portis, and Lopez would all look better in an up-tempo game. I think my favorite plays would be Drew, Middleton, and Portis. You saw Brooke Lopez go for 60 fantasy points last game because, oh yeah, he had nine blocks. <laughs> um, the value would even be playable. Grayson Allen, Jay Crowder, Joe Ingles. These guys would all be like viable values. But if Giannis is in, I think it would be mainly a stay away from those guys. Uh, it would just be Giannis I would look to. For Golden State, you got Wiggins and Kaminga out. Um, Dusty Iguadala is probable, but I can't do it. I can't play him. Um, clay Thompson expected to play too, so I think you get the starting lineup of Steph, Poole, Clay, even Draymond would be my guess. Um, with that being said, I like the upside and stuff. He's always a good tournament play, but still has a relatively low floor. Don't know if I get to Poole or Thompson. Draymond Green you know, probably will be defending Giannis if he plays, so I think he's an option. If Giannis plays, though, would make Draymond a bit riskier because of potential foul trouble. Even got his minutes slash last game kind of out of nowhere, but most of the time he's going to play 30-plus minutes, a fine contrarian play. Looney's 4-6. His minutes have not been great of late, but if he starts, I would like him. He comes at the bench, more of a tournament-only play. And you'll see some Ty Jerome in the rotation at 3-3 if you need a dart throw. Finally, Sacramento and Phoenix. So this is going to be an important game for the West. Um, Two teams that are pretty high there in the West. Not necessarily the best matchup here for the Kings. Some more contrarian plays, but Fox, Sabonis, they're going to see 35 to 40 minutes. They're fine ways to get different. I'm not going to go out of my way to play either. Herder, Barnes, Murray know what I'm going to say here, right? They're all fine filler plays. One of those guys, usually whoever struggles, usually gets his minutes cut. We did see a big game from Blake Monk off the bench. That's always possible, right? Just because the ceiling's there, so he's always a little bit uh, in play for me. And then Trey Lyles, 4-1, expect him to play around 20 minutes. Um, he's an okay like filler value play. And for Phoenix, so no Durant, no Shamit. The main guy's going to look decent here in an, in an up-tempo game. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton. Um, 9.9K for Devin Booker. It's like, all right, He's been playing it really well, though. Play. Like, Devin Booker is also he's 17 of 23 last game. He's been shooting the ball really, really well. I don't know if he continued to shoot this well, but, yeah, the usage goes up for D-Buck. I think Chris Paul might be a little bit easier to get to, factoring in price. Um, and then DeAndre Ayton, I expect him to play mid-30s minutes. So the main three guys I've interested in for the Kings, or for the the Suns. Okoji's minutes have not been great of late. I think he probably sees an average high 20s, though, at 5.2. Terrence Ross, Torrey Craig should kind of round out their rotation. You saw a big game for Ross off the bench last game. And Torrey Craig, I think uh, he should start and probably play high 20s minutes. At 3.6K, that's fine. You'll see some campaign playing the backup point guard. I don't know if it's necessary to get Tim on the slate. I think there's going to be other value that's just going to look better. So that will do it for the video, guys. Uh, Enjoy your Saturday. Hope it all goes well. Uh, Hopefully the slate goes well. And uh, see you at the top of the leaderboard. If you do enjoy, it, just make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and uh, we'll see you in the next video.